Sometimes you gotta get in, and then you gotta get out. This is the Baseball Quickie for July 26, 2020. Let's do it! And we are off. Hello, everybody. It is Sunday morning. Well, technically three minutes till noon, but it's still Sunday morning. Live from the palacious. Look at this place. Look how beautiful it is. If you can't see it, you're listening to this. This is the uh, Palazzo Podcast Baseball Quickie for Sunday, July 26, 2020. So we had a lot of fun action yesterday. We'll talk about that briefly. We'll see what's going on. We'll get the hell out of here. Ten minutes or less, guaranteed. Or your money back. Uh, if you don't have any money, that's okay. Also, we probably are not going to make any monetary guarantees that will hold up in court. However, what will hold up in court is the baseball we saw yesterday. Saw some great stuff, excellent outings, home runs, and great plays. Francisco Lindor made a hell of a play yesterday. Deep in the hole, probably the best play of the day in the field. The Indians lost to the Royals, though, because the Royals beat them. And Greg Holland, going back to the days of 2014, when the Royals were the kings of the baseball world, Greg Holland got a save in a Royals uniform. How about that? Greg Holland is a lucky guy, though, because Mike Matheny decided to use Ian Kennedy in a high leverage situation in the fifth or sixth inning. So that's something to look forward to. If these games mean almost three times as much as they would in a full season, it's about 2.75 games for every game. So managers are going to pull all the stops. Speaking of bad closers, Edwin Diaz, not a bad closer, but he did. He was so close to getting the save. He almost got it done. And then Marcel Ozuna willed one over the right field wall at City Field. And then it went to extra innings. And the rest is Mets history, unfortunately. Sorry. Sorry, Mets. The Braves get the win. And Marcel Ozuna gets his first home run as a Brave. So that signing started to pay off. A uh, lot of weird stuff going on there, though, because Dylan Batansis could be the guy who could sneak in and take saves. I'd be picking up Batansis in leagues right now because he's probably the most likely to take Diaz's spot. Lugo is going to be a multi-inning guy for them. I'm very confident in that. They want to use him for two innings, bridge the gap from whoever the closer is from the starters. And by the way, Steven Matz, he looked good. His velocity was up a bit. He had a nice outing, so... The Mets pitching staff, I don't think it's in that bad a shape at all. And if they get Marcus Stroman back, that's good news. But Edwin Diaz, handcuffed with Patances. I wouldn't worry about Hunter Strickland, who got totally torched yesterday. No good for him at all. Uh, the Robbie Ray experiment, you know, new arm mechanics. A lot of excitement about some adjustments in his delivery. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, he wasn't world beating it was a decent outing it wasn't it wasn't great though it wasn't something that was like oh my gosh go buy robbie ray right now so i think we should slow our roll on mr ray a little bit you know he threw 97 pitches and uh you know there wasn't any barrels made on him you know there was eight batted balls no barrels so that's the good news there's things to like but there's still some improvements that need to be done as far as today what are you looking forward to most anybody out there anybody want to talk about this Who's the guy that you're considering in your DFS? If you play DFS, I'm sure you've got a lineup already set because it's 12 o'clock noon or you're putting your final lineup together right now. There's good news in the New York, though. DJ LeMahieu will finally play. He's finally going to make his debut for the New York Yankees today. He's leading off and 
That's great news for me because I've been waiting for that. Also, Miguel Iandujar will play in left field today. And for the Nats, it looks like a standard issue. No Juan Soto makes that lineup look a little bit more dreary. But uh, Carter Keboom is out of the lineup again, which is unfortunate because I wanted to see more of Carter Keboom. That's too bad. In Miami, they're excited about their Marlins because they took game one with Sandy Alcantara looking incredible on Friday. Love Sandy Alcantara. Pick him up everywhere. But today they got Robert Duggar going against Vince Velasquez. And we'll see how that goes after the Phillies really blew it open. JT Real Muto crushed a three-run homer yesterday against the Phils. That was amazing. JT Real Muto looks really good. I love him. Probably the best catcher in baseball. Hands down. Hands down. Uh, by the way, you can hit up the show, Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's, Plaza Podcast on Twitter, Plaza Podcast at protonmail.com. That's where you can email us. Check it out. We do these baseball quickies, try to give you some information real quick, and then we get the hell out of here. But we also do our regular show every Wednesday. Comes out Wednesday nights, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You know the deal. We're here to help. We're here to talk about baseball, and we're here to have a good time doing it. You know, it doesn't have to be boring. This should be fun. I hope you are having fun right now. Let's take a moment in the name of fun. Okay, we did it. Uh, Royals and the Indians. Progressive field. Carlos Carrasco taking the hill. I think this is one of the most anticipated starts of the day because we don't know what to expect from Carrasco. A lot of the drafts I was involved in, he seemed to drop even from his ADP, which was around about 115 or so, between the 110 and 120 range. So this start will be one of the ones that I will be focusing on the most. I want to see what he has to offer. The Indians have been struggling with the Royals. They've low scoring affair for the Indians in the first two games. We're waiting for this offense to break out a bit, but you know, it takes time. Bradley Zimmer is in the lineup again. I like to see that. I think Bradley Zimmer is a value play. He's somebody that's probably on your waiver wire who could be picked up. If he still is, I would jump on that highly touted guy and great news guys. The best news of the day, Franchi Cordero is going to be in the lineup for the Royals today. It is official. Woo! Then my Tigers in the Queen City. Taking on Trevor Bauer, the loudest dude in baseball, most likely. But I like Trevor Bauer. He speaks his mind. I like people who speak their minds. Doesn't mean I agree with him all the time, but I do like him. So Shogo Akiyama's in the lineup again. That's good news. Uh, Nick Senzel stole the base yesterday, and he's in center field every day. Nick Senzel, I like him in Roto. I picked him in... I think I drafted him in almost every Roto League. So if you're looking for steals, and Senzel's going to be playing every day because it looks like he's the center fielder to stay. And Shogo Akiyama's rotating in and out of left field with Philip Irvin and yada, yada, yada. Uh, As far as the Tigers, it's the exact same lineup pretty much. They're just rolling. They don't have a lot of options beyond what they have. And the fact that they won yesterday was exciting. But I do want to see what Spencer Turnbull does today. Very excited to see Spencer Turnbull on the bump. Blake Snell will make his debut for the Rays. G-Man Choi leading off again for the Rays. Brandon Lowe had a great day yesterday. He had a triple, and he's a second man in the lineup. And it looks like Yoshi Tutsugo is getting his first day off of the season. He is not in the lineup for Sunday. That's too bad. Oh, uh, well. And for the uh, the Blue Jays, Bobachette leading off. Gavon Biggio, Vladdy, Rowdy Telez betting cleanup. Man, he's really getting a lot of run there. I'm surprised about that. Over at Fenway, it's Wade LeBlanc versus Ryan Weber. Probably the worst pitching matchup of the day. But Jose Peraza is leading off again. He's hitting 444 in a couple of games. Whoa, 444. 
that's a high average. It's only two games, but still, he's getting a, a great spot behind J.D. Martinez, Raphael Devers, Xander Bogarts. I mean, that's a nice pack of dudes to be backing you up. So I think Peraza, I think he's going to be owned everywhere or almost universally eventually because he's going to be scoring a lot of runs. I don't know if he's going to be stealing bases because he has all those hitters behind him. But if he can get on base and he can hit like 280, 290 and score a bunch of runs, that's going to be a valuable guy. You could put him in at second base. The O's, uh, the O's looked good yesterday. It was fun. Austin Hayes is awesome. I love Austin Hayes. And he keeps leading off as he is today. Kenta Maeda making his highly anticipated debut for the Twins in game three of this series. They've split the first two after the White Sox took it to the Twins yesterday. That was fun. Max Kepler leading off per usual. Uh, the lineup stays pretty much the same for the Twins. Luis Arreas is back. He's in the seven hole. And Marwan Gonzalez at first base today as Miguel Sano gets the day off. And Nikki Delmonico is batting second for the White Sox. Don't know how I feel about that. I feel like that's not so great. They got Denny Mendick at third. Really need to get Nick Madrigal up here. Would like to see Nick Madrigal up here sooner than later. And it appears that that's not going to happen until the seven-day period passes. You say Kikuchi taking on Zach Grinke in Houston. I guarantee Houston's won 15 straight against the Mariners. I don't see why that would end today. Uh, Shed Long's leading off. Kyle Lewis trying to go for his third home run in three days, batting third. And for the Astros, same old lineup, total dominance. That first six, first six is brutal. And of course, there's no Kyle Tucker in the Astros lineup, in case you were wondering. That sucks. Pittsburgh and St. Louis. All right. Mitch Keller. Can Mitch Keller put it together? I'd like to see that. He's going up against Dakota Hudson. The old, uh, you know, he doesn't throw as hard. Dakota Hudson's uh, a reliable guy, though. He's not a fireballer, but he can get outs. And he can make things happen. He's not flashy, but he'll get the job done. And Colton Wong's leading off for the cards. Tommy Edmond, Paul Goldschmidt, Paul Young, Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter looking okay. I mean, his average is crap, but he's getting on base. And Tyler O'Neill's in the eighth spot. Love Tyler O'Neill. And Lane Thomas is playing center field today. All right. A couple more games. We'll get the hell out of here. Milwaukee and Chicago. Freddie Peralta versus Tyler Chatwood. I think the Brewers will take this game. I bet on the Brewers. I like Freddie Peralta. I don't like Tyler Chatwood. Maybe he bounces back. Chris Bryan's leading off. Uh, so far, that experiment has had mixed results as he has an average of zero. I think he's yet to get a hit yet as a leadoff hitter. But give it some time. It'll happen. I like Chris Bryant in the leadoff spot. And that's pretty much the same lineup as well for... Oh, Nico Horner's played at second base today for the Cubs. That's fun. And for the Brew Crew, Orlando Arce on the nine hole. Ben Gamble in the eight spot. Yes. And Logo, Lomo, Logan Morrison is in the five spot. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Lomo. That guy just... You can't kill Lomo. He just keeps coming back. And then in a series that has been pitching dominated, the Rockies and the Rangers. Surprising, right? Corey Kluber going up against Kyle Freeland. I love Corey Kluber. I would jump on him in DFS. I think for some reason he's just being abandoned by a lot of people, and I don't like that. He's still a great pitcher. We don't have any reason to believe, as far as we can tell. We'll have to see the velocity. But Corey Kluber's a guy that you could be relying on in this season. Keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. I love Corey Kluber, and I'll find out in about four hours or so if I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, you can tell me I'm wrong. It's fine. Nick Solak batting second for the Rangers. I like to see that. He's in left field. I like to see that. They say uh, Willie Calhoun it would be back, and he is batting in the in the DH spot, but he's batting eight. 
Interesting. Okay. So Solak fans, you got to like that news. Oh, two more games and then we're done. Three more games. Sorry. Arizona, the Diamondbacks, Garrett Richards, Zach Gallen, Zach Gallen, vastly underrated. He's going to own the Padres in this game. I'm calling it now. On the record, Zach Gallen dominates the Padres, although Garrett Richards is no slouch. So I'm very much looking forward to see what he brings to the table today. And in Atlanta and the Mets has been a fun series. This has been a real tight series. And clearly, there's a lot on the line. Sean Newcomb on the mound today against Rick Porcello. I got Newcomb in almost every deep league I could think of. For some reason, he's being completely dismissed, and I'm not really sure why. So I would love to take Newcomb in City Field today. Uh, these lineups are not out yet because this game is at 7 o'clock. So keep an eye on the lineups. And then Shohei Itani's making his return to the mound. This has to be the most anticipated return of any player I could think of. Will he go five innings? How long? What does he have? I cannot wait to see Shohei on the mound. Shohei Otani is my, he might be my favorite baseball player. And I don't think I'm alone when I say that. He's an exciting dude. He can do it all. He can crush home runs opposite field, and then he can strike you out with nasty stuff. So this is a big series too, because the A's and Angels are in a fight after Dylan Bundy's great performance yesterday. A great performance by Dylan Bundy. Can Shohei Otani match that and take the series for the Angels? And then lastly, the Giants and the Dodgers. The Giants actually beat the Dodgers yesterday. It was amazing. And today, Julio Urias will be on the hill, and we'll see what he has to offer. So that's pretty much it. Those are the people that are on the bump today, people on the mound, on the hill, taking the ball, taking the pill for you. This is the Palazzo Podcast Baseball Quickie. Ten minutes or less, we get the hell out of here. That's it. I'm done. It's over. I'm moving out with my life. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you later. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.